Hello and welcome to the ETOF21 Sports Podcast. My name is Eric. I'm the man behind ETOF21 Sports. You can find my work at ETOF21 Sports on Twitter, on TikTok at ETOF21 Sports, on Instagram at ETOF21 Sports underscore. For free horse racing picks at ETOF21 Sports underscore horse underscore racing. And for fantasy football knowledge and daily sports hot takes at ETOF21 Sports underscore fantasy. How's everyone doing today? Can we believe it's already January 30th at the end of the month? Wow. Super Bowl next weekend. Football season's over. Tear in the eye. Wow. Time is flying. And then in two weeks, the Daytona 500 is here. I mean, time is flying. And it is crazy. We're mid-college basketball season. March Madness is right around the corner. Time is absolutely flying. In terms of me... For this week and Super Bowl and whatnot, Thursday I will be on the That's What G Said podcast hosted by Gino Bacala. Him and I are going to be talking Super Bowl. And then after that, every week I think I'm going to be on there talking a little NBA with him. Next Saturday, Sterling from Silver Star Sports. Him and I are going to be talking a little Super Bowl on here. And then the following Saturday... Off the Post Boston Sports is going to be on, and him and I are going to be talking a little Daytona 500. So yeah, loaded week in terms of podcasts, so make sure you guys please check those out. Also, I a couple people asked me in terms of free agent rankings and draft rank, draft mock draft and draft rankings, what is going to be on. That stuff, the free agent stuff, should be out midweek next next week hopefully mock drafts and all that jazz i need way more time guys i'm not gonna lie i need to study more film look at more tape and i haven't even looked at watched any practice from the senior bowl but it'll be just like last year players by position ranking one through ten pros and strengths and i'll tell you guys straight up what i what i think see i'm not gonna bullshit and Here's the thing. Last year, I was accused. Oh, actually, I get accused of this a lot, being a fucking dick, when I tell my opinion on something. And I I don't mean to come off like a dick, but it, it does frustrate me how I say stuff and I feel what I'm saying, what I, what I see when I scout a player is right there and no one else fucking sees it. And that irritates the shit out of me. So if I come off like a dick, that's why. Everything I said about Tua, why Tua is going to struggle in the NFL, happened. Eyesight in the pocket, hitch in the motion, bad footwork, looking, staring down a target, abandoning the first run, arm strength. Everything I said, boom, 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 boom. And you still have these quote-unquote experts who were like, say, like telling you guys like how good he was. It's like I don't understand what those guys were seeing. Same thing with Kyle Edwards-Alaire. I said, guys, he's too small. He's going to get hurt. He's not going to make it through the season. What happened? Didn't make it through the season. So it just it's just something that always amazes me how stuff is just so cut and dry. And for whatever reason, just people just don't see it. So if I come off like a dick with anything, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not really a dick. I'm an easygoing guy. Little intense. Like to drink. Like like to eat, like to work out, and like sports. That's basically me. 
Speaking of sports, oh my god, I need to go to a live sporting event. I am going through fucking withdrawal. Not being able to see the Bucks. Not being able to go to a Blackhawks game. Bulls game. What else? Not Arlington. This this is going to be the last year Arlington. Am I going to be able to go to Arlington? If you're in the Chicagoland area and you're going to be at Arlington, hit me up. Because I will be there as soon as I get vaccinated pretty much every mother effing day. And I would love to have some beers, beers with you guys, guys meet some new friends, and uh, and win some cash. But anyway, we have a great show today. I'm going to dive into this whole Deshaun Watson situation with the Texans, give my two cents about them. And then I'm also going to talk about the quarterback carousel that's going on in the NFL. So, Deshaun Watson. Now, it's no secret he wants out. Everyone knows he wants out. He's declared he wants out and everything so why does he want out well you guys have to understand and i've said this from the beginning as soon as bill o'brien was out watson was going to win a super bowl i think watson is behind Mahomes, the best quarterback in the nfl with what he's doing with that roster in houston is insane defense is awful coaching staff is inept front office is inept they have nobody, and he's leading them. He led them to the playoffs. The led them to the playoffs last year. They had a huge lead against the Chiefs, and this past year, the fact he was able to get four wins with that crappy ass roster shows how good Deshaun Watson actually fucking is. Now, after the 0-4 start, Texans order Cal McNary said, "Hey, you know we have big moves in the pipeline for this season." Nothing has been further from the truth. The man in charge right now of the Texans is Jack Esterby. And he's has no reason being in charge. Jack is the guy that just leeches on. He just leeches onto you. And he uses you to fall into his bullshit. There's many people in this world that are great talkers and can get you to believe in stuff. And that's basically what he is. He's a great talker. He's a motivational speaker. And he's just slowly moved up the ranks because of bullshit. He's nothing but a motivational speaker. And it just, I mean, he's been able to swindle so much shit. And it's just amazing to me. And he got in Cal McNair's ear and he is basically the man running everything now. He wants everyone to bow down to him and say yes to him. Case in point, who did he hire as the general manager? Nick Kyriosi from New England, who he had a relationship with, who they tried to hire last year, but there was tampering charges. So obviously they came back to him this year. This guy comes in, has his press conference, and he's said he wants Deshaun Watson here. What? Deshaun Watson already said he wants out. And now you're coming in and you're saying this. Now, Watson has made it clear. He wants Biennemi to be your coach. Now, why would Eric Biennemi want to go there? I already, and when I rated my job listings, I said Houston was low because of the because of the owner and the uncertainty of Watson. And it was the worst. It was worse than I thought it was going to be. Now, they bring this guy in as the coach. David 
Kelly. Okay, now let's just look at David Kelly. Let's just look at his coaching career. Now, this guy's 65 years old. He's never called a play in the NFL or designed a playbook. Never called a play in the NFL or designed a playbook. Started out in 78. Austin Prairie, running backs coach. Vanderbilt, wide receiver coach. Middle Tennessee, quarterback and running back coach. Chattanooga, wide receiver coach. Southwest Louisiana, quarterback coach. Texas El Paso, offensive coordinator, running back coach, and wide receiver. So he did design plays and call plays at the collegiate level. Texas A&M, wide receiver coach. Bucks, wide receiver coach. Steelers, wide receiver coach. Eagles, wide receiver coach. Eagles, senior offensive assistant and wide receivers coach. Kansas City, assistant head coach and wide receivers coach. Bills, quarterback coach. And he's been the Ravens' offensive assistant, wide receiver coach, and passing game coordinator. Now he gets the Texas job. Now, here's my thing. Now, this is just me being me. What the fuck has this guy done to get a job in the NFL? He's just basically a glorified yes man. Because that's what Jack Esterby wants. He wants guys that are inferior to him and will bow down to him. And that's what David Colney is. Exactly what he is. This guy has done nothing. He has never called a play in the NFL level, designed an NFL playbook. That is like you not doing anything. Anything. That's like this. You don't play pool. You've never played pool in your life. You've never shot a pool ball in your life. And now at age 65, you're going to play a professional pool. What the fuck would happen? You'd crash and burn. You would, you'd shank the ball and it'd go dribbling down. It wouldn't even fucking make a break. And that's what the Texans are doing. So no wonder they want out. I mean, they hired Lovey Smith. I think Lovey Smith is a great defensive coach. I think he's a leader. I think what I, he was having Illinois on the right track. And I think it was a mistake. Illinois let him go. But you look at everywhere he's went. The NFL, he had the Bears, built the Bears up, got him close to a Super Bowl. Tampa Bay, Dirk Cutter, you know, stabbed him in the back. And he's done a good job at Illinois. And he took the defensive coach, defensive coordinator position. That was a good hire. I, I, not, I have nothing bad to say about Lovey here. That was a good hire. But this David Colney guy, like, what the fuck? He has no business, like I said, being a coach. And how is he going to manage the room? Now, if you're J.J. Watt, J.J. Watt is a third of the player he was. What the hell is he going to do? No wonder Watson wants out. And everyone is blaming Bill O'Brien for the D-hop trade. But it's coming out that Jack Esterby would talk down to D-hop. He'd call him, oh, that guy. Oh, that guy. At the end of the year, he gave a speech to the team. And in his speech to the team, he basically kissed Watson's ass. And that did nothing but infuriate the other players and embarrassed Watson. He's texted players' moms to tell him he doesn't agree with the choices they are making off the field. Now, are you telling me that should be a guy that should be leading an NFL organization. I mean, it's it's no wonder Watson wants out of there. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in the NFL that we're not aware of. And all this stuff is coming to light. One agent 
said that one of his players and him were getting messages from Jack Esterby, and it's like a crazy girlfriend, a psycho text message, an apologetic text message, no professionalism at all. And here's the thing. I don't blame Watson. Watson should get out of there. Texans are a fucking train wreck. And the fact that he was able to get that franchise to that height with so much going behind the scenes shows how good Watson is. And if he can get traded anywhere, they're going to be immediately contenders to make the Super Bowl, as crazy as it sounds. Now, here's my betting advice to you. So Jets right now are 90-1. to If Watson goes to the Jets, they will drop immediately below 90 to 1 probably 40 30 to 1 depending how much money comes in but my ballpark would be around there so the difference between professional bettors and novice bettors is professional bettors bet a future because they see value and they will find an opportunity to get out and hedge and turn a profit with the number being so high at 90 to 1 that is an easy hedge opportunity so if you think he's going to the jets that would be a great opportunity. If you think he's going to the Dolphins, wherever you think Watson's going to go, there's going to be a great opportunity to lock in some profit. Now, something I like to do at the end of every NFL season is kind of go down team by team and let me know what you think the the quarterback is going to be. Like I said, the quarterback stuff going on in the NFL. Obviously, Bill's sticking with Allen, Miami. I'm sorry. You know, you guys are going to try to get Watson, but I don't think he's going to go there. You guys are going to be stuck with Tua, and unfortunately, you're not winning anything with Tua. Patriots, I think the Patriots get Stafford. Uh, They have draft capital, and they have cap room. Belichick has to have something up his sleeve because he sees what Allen's doing. He sees the defense in Miami and knows they're only a quarterback away from making a push. He's got to do something, and I really think Stafford's a guy he's going to go after with the picks and the cap room that he has. Jets, I think that's where Watson ends up. I think Watson ends up to the Jets. That's his number one place. And I think eventually they're just going to get rid of him. They're, the longer they hang on to him, I think his trade value will decrease just because he's not going to take the field for the Texans. So I think the Texans need to get that trade done immediately. Steelers, Big Ben's coming back. Ravens, Lamar, Browns. Bengals. Everyone in the North is keeping their quarterbacks. Now let's fast forward to the Colts. Frank Wright used to be the offensive coordinator in Philadelphia. I think he's going to push to get Carson Wentz just because they're familiar with each other. They have a very close relationship. I obviously think Stafford is better than Wentz. I think Stafford would be a home run there. But like I said, personal relationship trumps everything and I think that's what Wright's going to go for and he's going to try to get Carson Wentz Texans obviously you know with the trade with the Jets are going to take the first round pick and Sammy D so they'll have Sammy Darnold coming out there everyone in the West sorry Broncos fans you're stuck with Drew Locke is set up in terms of NFC Washington another thing you have to look at personal relations I really think They're going to go with Cam Newton. Cam Newton has a relationship with Riverboat Ron. Alex Smith is obviously not the guy. I don't think in the position that they're in, they're able to get somebody in the draft that's able to step in right away. I know Washington fans want Matt Stafford, but I really think Stafford, like I said, is going to New England. Giants fans, sorry. You're stuck with Daniel Jones. Cowboys, 
you're going to franchise Prescott. So Prescott's going to stay there. You should assign him to a long-term contract, but you are going to be franchising him. Eagles, you're going to be rolling out Hurts. And it is a mistake. Inadequate, awful throws, arm strength is poor. It is going to be a mistake taking him over Wentz. But you kind of made that decision when you wasted a second-round pick on him. Carson Wentz just shows how important mental toughness is. Carson Wentz, hell of an athlete, good NFL quarterback, but him having someone over his shoulder and cowering up shows he doesn't really have the mental strength that Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre had in that situation. And he can't play there with Hurts looking over his shoulder. So like, so Hurts is going to be the man there. Bears Bears are going to have Jimmy Garoppolo. They're going to go for Jimmy G. Jimmy G is going to get released from the 49ers. And Bears will have Jimmy G as their quarterback. Lions, as a Lions fan, this hurts me. We're going to have Tyrod Taylor. Lions are in full-blown tank mode. They have another coach that doesn't deserve to be a coach at all in the NFL in Dan Campbell. And they're just going to half-ass the season and run it into the ground and do a complete reset and rebuild. Kind of like Miami does, but Miami actually has a coach. We have a WWE wrestler. Vikings, obviously the same. Saints, Saints are going to keep Winston. I think, I know he's a better option than Taysom Hill. They will continue to run some of those same packages, ideas, that they ran last year with Breeze under center. But guys, Winston is a quarterback. Hill's a gadget player. Panthers, sorry, you're stuck with Teddy Two Clubs in terms of Tampa Bay. I think Brady should retire if they win it all this year. But I don't think he's going to retire. Rams, Rams are going to be rolling out Woodford. I think they're going to make a push for anybody, but... They're just not going to find anyone besides him. They're going to try for Stafford. I don't think Stafford's going to end up there. So I think they're going to be stuck with Woodford because they're obviously going to move on from Jared Goff. And the 49ers, 49ers are going to take Matt Ryan. So that means the Falcons are going to draft Zach Wilson. Now, why do I think the 49ers and Matt Ryan, personal relationship with Kyle Shanahan, They had a good run together. They made a Super Bowl when Shanahan was the offensive coordinator. And the 49ers are basically a quarterback away from making a push to another Super Bowl with everyone healthy on the defense. So that's why I think they go Matt Ryan. Falcons, they're just going to draft somebody young, have it be Wilson or Fields, and then they're going to try to get Harris in the second round as a running back to implement the Arthur Smith offense that was in Tennessee. So... That's it. That's kind of where I think how the quarterback situation is going to play out in the NFL. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I appreciate like, subscribe, give me a thumbs up, rating, whatever you want to do. Immensely appreciated. Loaded day of sports today. We got college basketball, horse racing. Guys, I will have two blogs coming out this week. One coming out on Tuesday. That will be the ratings of the coaching hires. Then one coming out Thursday, Friday. I will talk about my lessons learned in fantasy football this year. 
fantasy football rankings for the Super Bowl will be out Monday or Wednesday, determining when I get everything locked into my spreadsheets and crunch numbers. Thanks for tuning in. Again, stay safe, be well, and I will talk to you guys later.